Rains mostly higher on Tuesday. Brian Grady with ProFarmer joining us. And Brian, the recovery that we saw off an ugly day on Monday, was that mostly corrective buying? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the funds are, are heavily weighted to the short side of most of the grain and, and soy markets right now. Uh, we have USDA's barrage reports coming up on Friday. And, and so everything probably told them that they needed to cover some short positions. And, and that's what happened. Uh, you know, I think that uh, for this to turn into any kind of a major bottom in the markets, we need to get bullish surprises in Friday's report. Yeah, I was going to say, are we done going down here yet? But it's really all going to be predicated on what we see going into that report. But when you sell off this much, how negative does it have to be to keep prices pressured? Yeah, it probably needs to be fairly uh, negative, to be honest with you. I mean, they, they have a lot of negativity already baked in. And I think the big frustration uh, probably with farmers and, and some traders right now is that uh, the Brazilian soybean crop estimate continues to get smaller from private estimates. And yet the market's going down. And probably the, the reason behind that is that total South American production is, is expected to be up about 10%. So while Brazil's crop isn't going to be as big as what it was once thought to be, uh, the others are are making up for it and, and primarily Argentina because last year if you remember uh, Argentina had just a historic drought and it, it absolutely have their crop and and so they are making a big rebound this year uh, which helps to offset some of the uh, the losses in Brazil. Yeah so we'll get CONAB numbers out tomorrow but USDA is likely to slow step South American production right? Yeah, and even Conab, uh, they typically are behind the uh, private estimates, and, and so they don't make major moves, uh, much like USDA. And, and so uh, both sets of that data is, is in all likelihood going to come in uh, above what the uh, private estimates are. If it doesn't, uh, that's a major shock, and, and that would be something that would help markets put in lows. Okay. Quarterly stocks. What are you expecting there? That's always a wild card, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. It is the wild card. So uh, four times a year, uh, we, we get that data and, and uh, uh, it just, you know, the core number in particular is one that analysts have missed as a whole by about, uh, you know, several hundreds of millions of bushels uh, on a pretty regular basis. And, and uh, uh, it provides surprises and, and uh, it's just been a hard for the market to tab. And, and uh, as a result, uh, you do get those surprises. And, it, you know, if I had to pick one set of data on Friday that's likely to, to move the markets uh, in a big way, whether up or down, uh, it would be grain stocks and in particular corn stocks. Okay. And what about winter wheat acreage? We'll get that out. Will it be down and by how much? Yeah, winter wheat acreage, it's probably going to be down somewhere in the, the neighborhood of 800,000 acres to a million acres. And, and uh, I, I think that everybody's kind of anticipating that. Uh, you know, there's a potential there, I guess, for some surprises. Uh, but uh, that's kind of what the, the trade is thinking as we head into that report. Okay. So, Brian, when you look at the collective grain short by the funds, we haven't been short this short for a long time, have we? No, it's uh, it, it's probably around three years now uh, since we've had this this type of uh, net short uh, collectively across the grain and soy markets. And you know, you have to go back to the the COVID uh, reaction when we had the big washout and, and that type of stuff. So uh, the the boat is heavily leaned to the uh, bearish side right now. Um, you know, it, it probably shouldn't take much of a, a bullish surprise uh, to get some short covering. Uh, now, if there's a major bullish surprise, then you get more active and, and sustained short covering. And that's when you can put in uh, market bottoms and, and start to uh, move prices higher. 
if we don't get that catalyst in the WASD on Friday, then what we start looking at maybe the Brazilian crop estimates. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah. And, and I think the, on the soybean side of things, the, the market is, is pretty comfortable right now in the low 150 million metric ton range uh, for soybean production out of Brazil. Uh, the corn, safrina corn production, it accounts for about three quarters of their crop. And, and uh, that won't be planted until after the soybean crop is harvested. Now, Brazilian soybean harvest is, is around 1% right now. So uh, we still have some time. And I think that that's why the, the corn market in particular has slow play that uh, we anticipate that safrina corn acreage will be down and down potentially sharply, uh, but they have some time. And, and uh, so as we move through January into February timeframe, uh, then that, that'll become a greater focus, I think, from a market perspective. Yeah, we've been talking all fundamentals, but let's talk a little bit of the technical picture. New contract lows in corn here, new lows for the move this week in both soybeans and in the wheat market. Are we done going down from a technical standpoint, did we hold where we needed to hold? Well, uh, 450 corn in the in the front month contract, uh, that, that's a critical level. And, and if you break that, then you could probably chunk down to that 425, 420 level that uh, would be your next landing spot. And, and so um, I haven't seen enough yet to tell me from a technical perspective uh, that lows are in place. And the same holds true for soybeans and wheat, for that matter. Uh, you know, just we haven't seen those types of technical signals uh, that would indicate that uh, lows are in place. Okay. Cattle market, uh, we ended mostly higher today, except for nearby feeders, uh, live cattle futures. Were we putting a little weather premium into that market? Yeah, I think so. Uh, in all likelihood, that, that's typically what happens when we see these major weather events like we're seeing in the central U.S. right now. Uh, the market gets bullish initially and, and factors in the, the stress and, and the weather impact on cattle near term. And then as we move forward uh, over the next couple days or, or even weeks, and they realize that supplies are backed up, it becomes less supportive. And, and so we're going to need that cash market uh, to provide us some support as we move forward. Now, we've seen three consecutive weeks of gains in the cash market. We're anticipating this will be the fourth week. We typically, from a historical standpoint, the first quarter is, is relatively strong. And so I think that the, the cattle market has forged a low. Um, I'm actually somewhat encouraged by the, the slow grind higher instead of just shooting to the upside. I think this is more sustained from a, a longer term perspective. You bet. And the boxes, have they bottomed, do you think, here? We had that sleep, steep slide the last couple of weeks. Yeah, I, I think the choice is, is cut out is showing us that uh, it has bottomed. And I sure hope so, because uh, it was absolute collapse there uh, to finish up 2023 and start the uh, new year. Uh, so, you know, prices probably got too cheap. Um, but, you know, the ribs were a major component of that, and, and they just absolutely collapsed. Yeah, I think down like almost a hundred bucks in about seven sessions. Hog market fourth day up here. What do you think? Is the seasonal low finally in? Well, uh, I I think so. Uh, the cash market is starting to show us some signs that uh, um, it has put in a low. It'll be three out of the, the last five days. Tomorrow's index being higher, and and so uh, there are some hints there of that. 
from a, a technical perspective, uh, maybe the, the February futures are, are getting a little bit out in front there. Um, you know, good technical action, building a premium to the cash index. We just have to have the cash market catch up right now. And, uh, um, you know, weather comes into play too, uh, much like cattle. Uh, the, the weather was factored into the market uh, and we'll have to see how it impacts slaughter uh, runs and, and movement as we move over the next couple of days into next week. Yeah. Slaughter today, only 395,000 head. Are you concerned we could back up hogs? Well, I, I think uh, from what I'm hearing is that uh, we'll probably run some pretty good sized Saturday kills to make up for some of these days early this week uh, where the slaughter supplies will be back, um, will be down. Um, but we are backing up some. It's just a matter of how many. And, and that's why it'll take into next week or maybe even the following week to, to figure all that out. All right. Thanks for joining us. Brian Grady with Pro Farmer. That is Markets Now.